this in. Leave all of this in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shit. Welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And we're having technical difficulties. <laughs> Such it's a shit awful. show. <laughs> this episode will never air. Or if it does, it's just thrown out as is. The rig that we have set up right now. This is just... <laughs> We've got video coming from one place. Audio coming from another place. <laughs> I mean, this is just a shit show. We were supposed to record, start recording an hour and a half ago. But my laptop yeah. sucks and is <laughs> held together with tape and spit and gum. <sighs> yeah. Welcome to the last edition of Binge Watch with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing it, it long enough. It. <laughs> Bye. <done>. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for the support. Kisses. <laughs> this uh, week we binged watched Riverdale. <laughs> sure we did. <laughs> God, I hate Riverdale. Um, season three of Riverdale just premiered on Netflix uh, about a week ago. And we love hate this show so much. Yes. And you had given me permission to stop watching when it was live. And I was so thankful. And then did I tell you we need to start watching it? Or did you start watching it and then tell me? I don't remember. One of us figured out that it, it got good again. Yeah, I saw it on like BuzzFeed or something. And they're like, it's amazing. This last yes. episode is amazing. And I was like, shit, we now have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, when I took notes um, when I was binge watching it on Netflix, the last like, there's there's a period towards the end of season three where it's just it's just awful. Yeah, it's horrible. There's like Sorry. four episodes that are just garbage, and I didn't even take notes on them. I was just like, nobody cares. And yeah. then the last, I feel like the last two episodes are really really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. This is also the first time me and Lisa have recorded in like a month. It feels like. <laughs> <laughs> so we're both really rusty. And I'm still on jet lag just a tiny bit, so good luck. Yeah, Lisa just got back from her trip from Australia. The one I've been talking about for six years. Tell me about it, because we we never really did talk about it. Well, we didn't talk about a lot of things, but yeah, um, it was great. The flight wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. God, we did so much. We did a day trip to the Blue Mountains, which is really pretty and beautiful. Cool. I overcame some fears on this trip. Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. My fear of heights. Oh. I have a really bad fear of heights. When we went to the Blue Mountains, there's a, um, I don't even remember what it is. It's like an attraction that kind of takes you from the mainland over to like the Welcome Center. It's one of those cable cars where the floor is also glass. So you can see. Oh, my gosh. Scary. Yeah. I'm like, line of sight, just look straight out. Don't look down because I would have pissed all over myself and had a complete mental breakdown and it was fine and I made it through I was holding on for dear life to the inner center the center part the railing mm -hmm. like my arm was like wrapped in it and I was like, <laughs> like this um but I did it and then there's a um a train because it used to be an old mine down in the mountains that is like a roller coaster it's like the seats are at an incline, yeah, like this, and it goes straight, straight, straight dip, 
and it goes like straight down, but it's slow. And so everybody that was on the car in front of us, like as soon as they went over the edge, they started screaming. And I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And Chad's like, it's too It'll late be fine. now. I, like, I can't. No, fuck you. I can get out of it. And I was like, Mm-mm, I can't do this. And he's like, you'll be fine. And I was like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> if we go over this and it's horrible, good luck getting me back up. And we went over the edge and I was like, this is nothing. Why were they screaming? <laughs> Why was everybody screaming then? Because they're stupid fucking Americans. I don't know. I don't know. I was angry with them. So then there's like, there's different hikes you can do, which of course we didn't. But there's a 10 minute walk that you can do between that, the cable or the um, train ride down. And then there's another cable car you can take that has an actual floor. And so Uh we took the one thing down. We took the blue thing back up. That's, That's the cable car. Then we took the cable car back down, walked the 10-minute trail back, and then took the, the rail car back up, which is really weird because, again, it's straight like this, and it's like, whoosh. Ah. Uh, everybody can see that, right? Good. Um, <laughs> I'll post some pictures on Instagram. Where is the, Where are the Blue Mountains? It's outside of Sydney. Oh, okay. It's like maybe an hour or two outside of Sydney. And then um, we did the Sydney Tower Eye which is, I think, two times taller than the Empire State Building. What? Yeah. And it's just, you know, it supposedly has a buffet that you can eat in that, like, the room revolves really little, slightly. So you can see this terrific view. We didn't do that, but we went on the observation deck. There's, like, the upper tier, or the center part that has, like, a gift shop and, like, water places and bathrooms and stuff and then there's a second tier where you can see a little bit closer and then there's a bottom tier where you can like lean up against the glass and that's where chad was and i was like i went up kind of peaked and i was like okay i'm good that's good enough (laughs) i was like take three pictures i was up here i was like i'm going to the gift shop on one bye (laughs) goodbye (laughs) good luck hope you don't die in this so you didn't really get over your fear of heights you just kind of faced it Uh, I kind of faced it. I mean, by the, yeah. by the city tower, I was a lot better. And you have to go into this elevator that's like a, a cylinder, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Okay. It, it feels like a round elevator, and you can't see anything. And it just goes up however many 60 flights or whatever ridiculous amount it is. And there's not really a lot of room. And uh-huh. I'm a tiny bit claustrophobic, too. So I was like... <laughs> the whole time I was like Jesus Christ actually on the way down I put on um, my favorite murder to listen to <laughs> oh to calm you down yes <laughs> I'm so stupid how was your flight back uh, it sucked because this dumb bitch in front of me uh, reclined as soon as we took off like fully oh, no. reclined I had like no leg room oh no for almost the whole trip back she stayed like that the whole trip Mm-hmm. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Just they lounging for 17 hours. I mean, fuck you. I mean, you know there's somebody behind you, bitch. And so where we were at, we were on the last row before one of the bathrooms. So if we leaned all the way back, we just hit a wall. You know, I wasn't leaning in, like, somebody's lap the whole time. But Quanta's uh, the um, host and hostesses, would make her put her seat back up when they served meals. Oh. And then what? She'd, like, wait for them to collect the trash and then put it back? Pretty much. What a bitch. I know. I was like, wow. she kept losing her pillow. One time 
one time she her pillows kept sliding over to my section i was like come on now so yeah. i took one of them and shoved it under my chair and so she's like Did yeah you, you don't get this I was like no nope i'm sorry i, I don't know where it went <laughs> that's awesome fucker that's awesome but yeah so no we had a great time we got to pet a koala and kangaroos yeah. and um we were right on the water of um darling harbor we saw the sydney opera house a bunch which i kept thinking cool. was going to get old and it never did every time we went by i was like this is so pretty <laughs> yeah yeah i just went to the so. beach so yeah you went to, to destin <laughs> did my did my normal beach stuff and yeah it was great it was uneventful and that's the kind of beach vacation i like where yeah. everything just goes fine so oh yeah i went to bondi beach bondi beach <gasps> bondi beach yes. which we talk about in our last posted episode that we did instant hotel i did not find their location at all Oh, shucks. You didn't find the Instant Hotel location? No. And I looked for it, and I kept seeing articles on them, but it I could not find the list, like, here's the actual effing address, or here's the name of the B&B. It was like, uh, Bondi lost 60 pounds since the show and stuff, and I'm like, I don't fucking Oh, gee. We don't care. care. Where is no. this location? So I never could um, yeah. find it. So, oh, well. Aw, man. Yeah. That would have been great for the binge watch with us Instagram account. I know, right? Speaking of the, our binge watch with us Instagram account, go follow us there. <laughs> we might post something again. Yeah, <laughs> we might. It's been a while. Subscribe to us on iTunes. You can follow mm -hmm. us on Spotify. Yeah. And if you have anything you want us to binge watch with you, you can email us at bingewatchwithus at gmail.com. Yes. And... Yeah. Did we say subscribe to us? Did we do all that? Yeah. Okay. We did all that. It's been a while. We're rusty. <laughs> Thank God we watched Riverdale. <laughs> I can just say it's so stupid this and you can tell people what This is going about as well as the third season of Riverdale went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Is it that bad? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, overall, season three of Riverdale is bumpy. Bumpy. Okay. Sure. I liked mm -hmm. the first half of the season, but the second half of the season takes a nosedive. Are you sure we're talking about the same show? Why? You said the first half of the season was really good, and the second half takes a nosedive. Yeah. Oh, you mean plot-wise, not written-wise. Plot-wise. Okay. Yeah, sorry. it gets really boring in the second part. So you you watched the, the third season live, but you did not actually get a chance to binge watch it. Um, I chose not to. <laughs> well basically because i suffer i'm suffering so bad from jet lag that as soon as it would be like last week on riverdale i would instantly fall asleep so yes yeah, so um, it wasn't really your choice it's, it's just that you literally could not stay awake i could not stay awake and then i tried and it was so the the show sucked so hard the first couple yeah. of episodes that it just I, I was like nope I'm done I don't care <laughs> we I've watched it I probably remember what happens and let's move on mm -hmm. well we start season three with Archie going to jail <laughs> Hiram Lodge frames him for the murder of some forgettable character that we kind of honestly forgot about yeah I have no idea was it Midge did he kill Midge 
No, he didn't kill Mitch. It was some... Remember when Veronica, they went to Lodge Lodge and they got robbed? And, and I don't know, somebody got shot and Hiram framed Archie for it. That's and, right, because the uh, bodyguard killed him or whatever. Out yeah, the, the bodyguard. And, and then the bodyguard Archie. ended up dead, too. Dun, dun, dun. There, there were... There were a lot of murder murders this season, and it got to the point where, like, I I tried to keep track of how many people yeah. were being murdered, and I mm-hmm. I honestly lost count. There were so many deaths this season. They needed to have a death count of total running up at the top. <laughs> Be like three. Yes, <laughs> this is how many people have died so far. So oh, while no. Archie is in jail, he becomes a part of a child fight club. <sighs> I mean, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing because for a while you were like, okay, wait, he plays football. No, now he sings. No, now he boxes. I honestly think they're just like, what's a sport he can do without a shirt on? They're like, boxing. And they're like, okay. That is, you're absolutely right. That is exactly what it is. That's Literally ab- all he does exactly is. exactly what it is. Oh, I forgot to tell you. So I was watching a movie on the plane ride and it's called The Hate You Give. It's a really good book. It's about uh, an African-American guy who was shot uh, while reaching for mm-hmm. a brush. And the uh, friend that was with him in the car at the time is a girl who's dating who? Archie Andrews. Oh, like in real life? Yeah, like on the in the movie, and he has his black hair and everything. And I was like, that kid looks familiar. And as soon as they did a close up, I was like, Archie fucking Andrews. I woke Chad up and I was like, Archie fucking Andrews. Did he have his shirt on? He did the whole time. <laughs> That's so surprising. I was like, he can sort of not act without his shirt on or with his shirt on. So, anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Archie I was mean- naked. <laughs> He act, he he acted through a lot of he he was in a lot of situations this season that was probably hard to act through um, because of course of course he escapes from jail of course he does like what two episodes yeah I remember at the time we were trying we were debating about how long Archie would be in jail and it ended up being like two or three episodes yeah I think um, it was two and then on the, at the end of the second one he escapes. And, and yeah. the third one kind of wrangles it up. But but not before he got branded in jail. Yes, he did get branded. <laughs> but after he escapes jail, he um, ran to Canada. He got attacked by a bear. By a bear. That's what I mean. Like, I KJ Appa had to act like he was attacked by a bear. Like, that's got to be, you know, I mean, that takes some acting. Not once, but twice. He got attacked twice? Remember at the end? Oh, yeah. Yeah, at the end. Sort of. But so eventually he he does come home. Sorry. Right? I guess so. No. What if it was the whole, this whole season? Was Archie really died from the bear attack and this is all a dream? And this next episode wakes up with him. Everybody has funeral. I hope so. Please, dear Jesus. Well, you say that, but there was an episode where Archie was actually having like a death dream when he was dying from the bear attack. Oh, yes. Um, there was, he, he, he had to play G&G uh, in order to heal himself from the bear attack, I guess. I don't know. And every time after so, he took off his shirt afterwards, he would see the, the scratch from the bear. And I was like, it's not that No, deep. they made sure to keep the scratches. I wonder how long they 
plan to to do that? I mean, because Archie has his shirt off all the time. So you know that that makeup artist yeah. is probably like, oh mm-hmm. fuck, I gotta put the bear the bear scars on him again. <laughs> Well, let's think about it too. When poor Archie Andrews started this whole thing, he was he was a mm-hmm. nice boy, not a mark on his torso, and now he has a serpent tattoo. Yes, he got branded somewhere. Yes, in yes. the middle, yeah. and a bear attack. Yeah. Oh, he was stabbed while he was in jail too. Is that what got infected and almost killed him? Yes, he got it. Yeah, he, it got infected. Uh, Joaquin, sexy Joaquin, uh, stabbed him. <laughs> Shipped him. Yeah, right before he broke out of jail. Yeah, Archie's a fucking mess right now. Jesus. I'm telling you. And then he dug, then he got out through like the sewage system or something. So wonder that damn thing got infected. It's not sanitary. I mean. Not sanitary. I did. Jesus Christ. The the jail storyline, I did appreciate all the Shawshank references though. (laughs) I love that this show does that. It just throws in the most like random ass references. And you gotta wonder like. Is there a targeted audience? Do they do they get it? I doubt it. Can you imagine? I mean, we're talking like 20-year-olds or younger watching this. Shawshank yeah. Redemption, the movie, came out how long ago? I don't know. But I tell you what, every time it's on TV, I watch it. Right? Thank it's, you. It's one of those shows where if it's on, I have to watch it. You know, in my head, the writers, you know, like how you and I are like, oh, we're always watch Shawshank or The Office if it's on or something. I almost wonder if it's like the night before they wrote whatever episode, they were like, oh, Shawshank came on. Let's write that into the story yeah. or do references <laughs> or nods to it. Like, I don't think they're smart enough to do it. On purpose, you know. There what I'm are a lot <laughs> like, of there are a lot of points there in season three where you can clearly figure out <laughs> that another writer took over for that episode. God. One of the one of the oh, things gosh. that that reminds me of is the quarantine. So, do you remember when Riverdale was put under quarantine by the fake CDC? Guys, this whole episode is going to be me going, Lisa, remember when this happened? Amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes, because didn't Jughead and Archie escape to left together? Yes, they went on the to road to take together. Archie to the forest. I think so. And, and somehow they went to Jughead's Joan's mom, who we finally get to meet, yes. as well as... Piggly Wiggly or whatever the fuck her Jelly name was. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> they should have a character named Piggly Wiggly. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, so we finally get to meet his mom. But then somehow Archie has to go into the woods after that. And I don't know if it's because Hiram was looking for him. Something happened. Maybe there's uh, a rumble. He ends up at a farm and opens his big stupid mouth. <laughs> after he took his shirt off. Yes. Yeah, he I think he had like a sexy sex scene or something. I'm not sure. The quarantine literally lasted for like five minutes. I really wish that had been a storyline that they could have stuck with because I really think that that could have turned out very interesting. Yeah, I would like to say I would like Cheryl to turn on people when she ran out of her signature lipstick. I mean, it would have been tits up. Yes. Tits up. She ran out of arrows. Archie ends up calling a truce with Hiram Lodge. This happens after Hiram was shot and ended up in the hospital. Oh, yes. I forgot he got shot. 
Yeah. You know, the big mobster yeah. boss that's intimidated by a teenager who's stupid as bricks. Literally, like, one of, one of Hiram's reasons to get up in the morning is because he hates Archie Andrews so much. I mean, Jesus Christ. Mark Consuelos had his shirt off a lot this season, too. And it was... He did. There were a lot of steam room scenes. Mm-hmm. It made me really yes. uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. Every time I Archie had to go have a standoff with him, it was in a steam room. Which I don't even get. Like they built that I, set, and they were like, "We are going to use it every other day." After we put out Archie's bear attack <laughs> scars, we're scars. doing that. Send him to the steam room, <laughs> and the scars start peeling off. Oh no! Oh, yeah, the gosh. makeup artist is like, "Jesus Christ! I have to put all this lipstick on Cheryl. <laughs> now I have to put these bear scars on Archie every other day." Uh, poor makeup artist. I feel bad for whoever those people are. So he calls a truce with Hiram, and Hiram, in exchange, gives him the keys to a boxing gym. And this is where Archie Andrews' professional boxing career takes off. Yes, because didn't he take the SATs or try to, but because he's so stupid and traumatized from the bear attack, he couldn't finish Yeah, I don't remember. He starts freaking out during the SATs. I don't remember what it was. I think he was having some, like, post-traumatic stress of a bear attacking him or... Or the jail time. I don't know, but yeah. Maybe the time he was was shivved. I don't... (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that they're finally acknowledging how like psychologically messed up these kids are now i want them all to be in therapy i keep screaming it every time i watch these stupid fucking episodes i'm like yeah y'all need a therapist a good therapist who doesn't uh sleep with teenagers that's my stipulation yeah Uh, i don't know i don't know if we can find that in riverdale (laughs) sorry go ahead so Archie's boxing gym culminates with him ultimately um, fighting almost, a, I think it was a bare, a bare knuckle fight against Hiram. It turned into a bare knuckle. I think they had the, the gloves on and then they started taking them off because they're both menly men and that's the only way to settle this. Oh, Old God. Irish it's style. the weirdest obsession, these two. I don't know. It's so bizarre. I just, I can't, this whole thing. I mean, again, he's supposed to be a mobster from, like, New York and this big fucking crime family, and he's intimidated and obsessed with a, let's say, 17-year-old idiot. He's he's an idiot. I mean... He's an idiot. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Let's get to one of the good storylines. Let's talk about G&G. Damn, I hope we were going to say Heather's the Musical. We'll we'll dedicate, like, ten minutes just to Heather's the Musical. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 10 seconds is what you meant. 10 seconds. G&G is sort of like D&D, right? Sure. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's died in D&D, though. Or almost died. It'd probably be cooler if they did. <laughs> well, they may have died from, like, obesity or heart attack from eating all the salty food and drinking nothing but Mountain Dew and Red Bull. But other than that, yeah, no, they're fine. Do you, am I making this up, but do you host a D&D night at your house sometimes? We did once. Once. Yeah, it was horrible. Me and the dog stayed upstairs the whole time. And I think I watched yeah. like just different TV shows. And all of a sudden, sometimes I'd hear like, hurrah, or a ha ha ha, and all this stuff. <laughs> it was like nine people at this insanely small apartment. And they're all sitting in our very small living room 
with like a card table and someone's sitting on the couch and some are sitting on folded chairs and there's literally shit everywhere like food and beer Ugh. and all this crap that we ended up throwing out because of course nobody took it with them and I'm like we don't need 10 bags of chips like I, I, there's two yeah of you us. don't need all that shit in your yeah house. I, I literally as soon as they all left threw half of it out I was like and this is going to the trash <laughs> yeah was there any blue flavor aid? There was not. I was going to mention that. There's no blue fa- flavor aid. Nobody had um, a foaming of the mouth. We did not have. Mm. We did not have gargoyles thrown up on the telephone wires outside our house. Um, <laughs> um, we didn't have a gargoyle so, king. We did have Riverdale- nothing set up like that. So Riverdale took a very wholesome and uh, um, beloved game that's been around for a long time. Yeah. They took this game and they turned it upside down and inside out. They threw in um, sacrifices, yes. branding, mm-hmm. um, fizzle rocks. We're introduced to a new drug this season, fizzle rocks, which kind of heightens your experience of the Griffins and Gargoyle game. It, it's like a hallucinogenic is my feelings on it. I feel like that's not a drug that would appeal to teenagers. Well, they didn't. it didn't matter because you were told to take it because you can meet the Gargoyle King or something and they're like, I'm all in for that. Yippee! Or something. I don't know. Maybe it's like Molly. I, I don't know. No, I think that's what Jingle Jangle was. I think Jingle Jangle was Molly. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. And so know. throughout this game, there are murders tied in. There's a drug empire being run. Isn't this when Betty gets uh, thrown into the crazy ward? Is that this season? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, the first murder is Dilton Doily. They find, I know, Dilton Doily, the Boy Scout leader. They find his body next to his friend, Benjamin Button. (laughs) God. Benjamin was put in the hospital because he and Dilton drank some blue flavor aid. And he ends up committing suicide. Yeah, he goes flying out a window when Betty goes to talk to him, I think, or something. Ethel ends up in the hospital, too. I think she has Flavor Aid overdose. We'll call it Boy, that. Ethel's character goes for a ride this season. It really does, and I don't think she comes down from it. I don't remember how it ended with her. Um, she's still She's still just a side character that nobody really cares about, but... She's insane. She's completely insane. She gets put in a mental hospital along with Betty. Betty starts having a seizure. And half the town. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Betty starts having a seizure where she experiences a vision of her twin niece and nephew floating over a fire. Her family Mm -hmm. has gotten involved (laughs) with the cult called The Farm. Let's just talk about The Farm right now. I can't with that. Turns out. No. (laughs) No. <laughs> we have never, like, I tried all season long to guess about what was going on. Like, I was trying to figure out what was going on. I was trying to figure out what the point of the cult was. Yeah. Never, ever in a million years would I have thought they're harvesting organs. I mean, that came out of fucking nowhere. I know. I, I too, I was like, it's just a cult where they take all your money. How are we supposed to predict that? Well, <laughs> we should have known. Actually, we should have known. 
<clears throat> better. Um, I don't think I've ever heard of a cult that harvests organs. I'm not an expert by any means of this imaginations, but I, I have dabbled in the cults, uh, reading on them and stuff, and I just don't recall any that do that, but... You know, what do I know? I like it because it kind of ties in like one of those old urban legends, like where you wake up in the bathtub covered in ice. Yes. And somebody stolen one of your kidneys or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They took Kevin and Fang's kidney. And they were going to give Betty like a lobotomy or something. I don't know what they planned on harvesting out of Betty. I don't know what the point of that was because they were going to cut open her head. I thought maybe they were going to take her eyeballs. I don't know. This, but, but then they... So they were har- mm. they were harvesting organs to help with Mr. Evernevermore, whatever the fuck his name was. Edgar, <laughs> Edgar Evernever. Never ever? What's his yes. name? Yes. Yes. Because he had a supposed daughter, but that she was really his wife. Yeah, she's really his wife. She's like 34 years old. And she has and- some sort of organ issue. So they were doing it initially to help her. Yeah, she says that her kidneys failed when she was a little kid. I guess you have to replace them every um, few years. I don't know. No, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't have to replace kidneys over and over. I don't know what. <laughs> That's not how that works. Um, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you in the farm? You especially don't need two, one from Kevin and one from Fags. I mean, and then I think if you put them on ice, you can't use them anymore. I don't know how that works at all. I mean, I know some things they do put on ice I'm, and run them to different states and stuff and everything's fine. I don't know if kidneys is one of them. I, I don't I don't know. I don't think that you can transplant a frozen heart well and two Um, this is another thing they need to discuss were kevin and whatever the other one's name is did they have the same blood type as mrs never ever because that's a really (laughs) i don't know um he i think he was also uh i think he was also selling the organs oh yeah definitely definitely Plus, let's talk about how he convinced Betty Cooper to sell her house, take all of her kids' college money, Betty. Yeah. Was going to maybe marry him. Yeah, she was going to marry him. She He tried to adopt the twins. Um, And then he played mind tricks on him where he put him into a trance or... Yeah, with like, hypno- like hypnotism. And so Alice Cooper supposedly saw her dead son uh i wanted to say jason but no that's the other dead son too many dead kids around here uh charles yes and then later on when cheryl joins the cult which i never saw coming she sees jason so that's how he's luring these people in here is that he is giving them the opportunity to see loved ones who have passed on and and the way that he's doing it is very interesting amazing for cheryl he dug up jason's corpse i can't propped it up in a wheelchair and rolled it in front of cheryl yikes one two because he didn't do that with everybody else I, he just got somebody that No, you looked. can't just go around digging up bodies everywhere. Thank you. You know, for like Alice, I thought he got somebody that looked a lot like Charles, but was in the shadows. But yeah, with Cheryl, because she's so strong-willed, I guess, he had to dig up her dead twin <laughs> and put him in a wheelchair. I swear I went screaming <laughs> through the house when that when I saw that. And my boyfriend's like, I, what? What? Why? What? And I'm like, 
I, I was like, Jason, Jason's back. And he's like, I have to go to the store. At some point during the last few episodes, he's like, I have to go and like left the house. I was really hoping that Jason was really alive. That would have been yeah. fabulous. I would have been so happy. But he wasn't. With Mrs. Cooper, it turns out she was aware of what was going on the whole time. Yeah. She was a plant for the FBI the whole time. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> she almost drowned. It And honestly, it made so much more sense after I found that out. Because I'm like, she's too... Alice, Alice Cooper is too smart for this shit. But... She sold her house. Does the FBI get it back because the Joneses yes. bought it? Let's talk about that for right, a minute. Right, Gladys Jones bought it. For <laughs> Fuck me. They put a pool table where the, the, the dining room table was. Yeah. And, and P.S., when you sell something like that, don't you have to mention if there's like a murder or a break-in or whatever? But but there wasn't. There was just a serial killer living there. That's true. And they knew that. And, and I think <laughs> just, Gladys is like, I bought the house. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> God. And then they were like, Betty, you can live with us. And I was like, again, what the fuck? <sighs> That's not how any of this works. <laughs> well, no, that's exact. I'm like, even though FP is supposed to be this badass, you know, serpent person who's now the sheriff. So obviously there's no background checks. I, that was one of the best scenes in the whole show when Jughead is rallying the serpents and the cops pull up. And you're like, oh, no, what are they going to get them for now? And the sheriff steps out of his car and he's got his hat tipped low. And then he, he kind of pulls his hat back and it's motherfucking FP. The new sheriff. I'm sure he said, boy. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, but I, I'm pretty sure this is a standard thing where you can't have a sheriff who's been in like prison and jail and has been in like um, a druggie and an alcoholic and has gone to jail multiple times. FP has assisted in multiple murders. That's what I'm saying. Including Jason. Uh, I almost called him ever and ever. <laughs> Jason Blossom. <laughs> yeah. Jason Blossom. Um, he helped bury the, the shady man. There yeah. was a murder yeah. in that house. For I, How soon yeah. we forget about them bludgeoning some guy to death and blood covering the entire living room floor and part of the dining room. And then it turns out that FP is the one who shot Hiram Lodge. Because we didn't know. And it was like, was it Archie? Was it mommy uh lodge what hermione was it who was it was it another hitman from the infamous mob that we never have a family name for um yeah who was it and it turns out it was fp in exchange for getting to be sheriff yes but this was the most complicated murder plot ever so hermione who is mayor now, promises FP that he gets to be sheriff if she shoots her husband. And then she was going to use that the sheriff's gun for another murder, and she was going to frame FP for that. But why she couldn't just, uh, I don't know, like, why frame him for another murder when he's already tried to murder someone? But... <laughs> It's so complicated. It's very complicated for a teenage uh, drama, whatever. Well, and my question is, 
uh, did he fuck up? I mean, was he just supposed to graze them or was he supposed to kill them? Yeah, I think he fucked up. Yeah. So I wouldn't give him the sheriff job. I'd be like, I don't care. I don't care about you murdering 50 people or being a drug dealer or a serpent or any of that. But I asked you to kill my husband and you didn't. So sorry, it's off the table. Yeah. Those are the rules. (laughs) He made a great sheriff, though. With all his faults and everything. I mean, I think he made he's making an amazing sheriff. I think he's really good at it. So kudos. He absolutely got more done than Sheriff Keller ever did. Well, Sheriff Keller was in the basement working out a lot, so... Yeah. Sheriff Keller um, married Josie's mom this season. Yes. That was very exciting. Yeah. Did we ever see the wedding? No, there wasn't a wedding because... (laughs) There was something stupid happened. The Gargoyle King was not happy about them getting married. That's right! I forgot! So, I'm going to list for you the people who were the Gargoyle King this season. Okay, because there were multiple. Yeah, a lot. Keep, so keep, keep it going. the first gargoyle king that gets caught was. Are you ready for it, Tall Boy? I thought that guy was dead. I swear. <laughs> I legitimately yes. thought that actor died. Yeah, I think we did. I think we even mentioned it. We should go back and listen to our old episodes of Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> he's not dead. Not. He's back on the show. So he's <sighs> he's the first. Um, He's the first <sighs> gargoyle king that gets caught. And then either Sweet Pea or Fangs murders him. Yeah, one of them. It's icy. Yeah. They blame the shooting of Hiram Lodge on Tallboy, I think, in a very complicated plot that involved Jughead and the sheriff and the mayor. <laughs> the second gargoyle king was Moose's dad. Right? Oh, my God. Moose's dad was upset that Moose was gay and sexy. Is a gay. He was upset. (laughs) Yeah. And why is Moose's dad upset that that Moose is gay and sexy? Because Moose's dad put the moves on Sheriff Keller when he was 16. Yes, I forgot about that. So he's a gay, too. (laughs) But... Let's, so that, that brings me to some of the flashbacks. There were some great flashbacks this season. Amazing. Ah, oh. <laughs> you want to talk about the flashback episode? Let's. Because that was awesome. That was truly awesome. KJ Abbott did such a good job playing Luke Perry. Oh my God. He did a really good job. He's a really good actor if he's acting like somebody else and not the part he's paid to play. He had his little eyebrows furrowed the whole time. He like, was adorable. <laughs> He was so cute. And Betty Cooper slash Alice Cooper growl. Yes. <laughs> I love Serpent Alice Cooper. She's my favorite. Oh, my God. She was such a badass. Shit. Um, uh, what's what's Mama Blossom's name? I want to say like Penelope. Yes, Penelope. Yes. Okay. Uh, she's like a big nerd. Wasn't she with the big glasses on the whole time? Yeah, she was the hall monitor. Yes. <laughs> Which some other random person was in it that's not really a main character. Josie's mom was in it. She was like a young teen activist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fight the power and all that. Hermione Lodge was in it. She was just a very uh it seems like it seems like Hermione Lodge was wearing a Catholic 
girl, a Catholic school girl uniform. Yes. yes. Um, and none of the other kids were, so that was odd. Well, that was kind of a thing back in the 80s, too, for a brief period of time. It was a, it was fashion. So in the flashback episode, um, we find out about Principal Featherhead was the very first murder. And who was played by um, Anthony Michael Hall from Breakfast Club, uh, Sixteen Candles, Edward Scissorhands. Love, this show, I, I'm sorry, Riverdale does such a good job uh, of shit like that. They really do. They just pull random actors that, again, I'm, I'm convinced that Edward Scissorhands was on two nights before they cast, they were deciding to create this character. And they were like, what if we got Anthony Michael Hall? Because they can't get Johnny yes. Depp. So they were like, let's get right. him. He's not busy. And there you go. That's what happened. Oh, I love Anthony yeah. Michael Hall. But that's when they first start playing demons and gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> that's when they first start playing it as they're getting high on Molly or whatever. That They were taking Fizzle Rocks then too, which is strange mm-hmm. because uh, in modern day Riverdale, Fizzle Rocks are being produced by Hiram Lodge. So I don't know mm. who made the Fizzle Rocks back then. Um, Hiram Lodge. <laughs> I guess. He was shady back then, too. So that episode was crucial to the main plot because that's where we were first introduced to the Gargoyle King. And there were points in this season where you were like, all the plot holes. Like, I can't even take a few steps without mm. falling into a plot hole. Then that last episode... That last episode ties it all together. Wow. Well, and can we talk about Hal Cooper real quick? Yeah. He, um, he's still in jail um, behind yeah. the Hannibal Lecter glass. And yeah. <laughs> poor thing, he gets, does he get divorced in jail? He does, yes. Does she finally divorce him in jail? Yes. He has to try to get Betty Betty's money back from her. Yeah, he has to sign an affidavit saying weird. that he did not approve of turning over Betty's college funds to the farm. Plus, he wants to get moved from the prison basement cell to Hiram Lodge's uh-huh. uh, fancy hotel prison. prison. And what happens? He ends up working with the Gargoyle King. They cause a bus accident. And in order to cover up his escape, he chops off his motherfucking hand. That Hal Cooper's a badass. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> and crazy. So then he ends up with a hook, a la <laughs> I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> I'm gonna... Another great reference. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. He he chases Betty through the hallways and he's like dragging his hook along the um the lockers the whole time. Oh, it was wonderful. Because they're all at prom finally. I think it was prom. Junior prom. Was it, prom? it was junior prom. Fuck me. They're not graduated yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> These are the stupidest kids. They keep oh, the whole class keeps getting held back. <laughs> Cheryl's supposed to be this a senior right now, but she, for whatever reason, I don't know. She's going to junior prom. I don't know why. So yeah, so Hal Cooper's chasing Betty uh, all over the place as the Gargoyle King. She doesn't know it's her dad, I don't think. No, he is wearing the Black Hood, but the Gargoyle King shows up too. So now we know that the Gargoyle King and the Black Hood are working together. That's right. Oh 
good. I was like, no, fucking again. Seriously, stop selling black hoods in Riverdale. <laughs> Just take all of those damn ma- hats, masks, whatever, ban them. You you've you quarantine the city. Take that opportunity to clear them all out. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. My favorite thing about the gargoyle king is that his costume is so, um, what's the word? Complicated. I really thought it was a statue because it was kind of like foresty looking. Like it looked like he was built out of like an old tree stump or something. Well, whenever somebody was wearing the the costume, they would have to hold little sticks in their hands because every the only time you yes. ever saw the Gargoyle King move, he would just like raise his little arms up, and he just had little sticks for arms. And it was backlit, so it looked real spooky. Um, good lighting. I just the love the King, idea of somebody trying to sneak around in that costume as they're holding mm-hmm. sticks for hands. <laughs> I, I just love it. I thought the whole thing was hilarious. Um, and that's why I thought it was a statue or something like they just pushed it up. <laughs> <laughs> that would make more on, sense. On like a, a levy system. And it's like, cause it was very robotic. It was like, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> and so I didn't think it was anybody. I just thought it was a prop. But um Hal Cooper and the Gargoyle King are, are just having a conversation about like, look, dude, your outfit is way too fucking complicated. I know it's like black black hood. Yeah. It's all you need in this town. Just, Seriously, one black hood. I mean, you can buy them at Walmart. You, you don't have to have the stick for hands. You could just wear the scary mask. I mean, <laughs> this show's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, amazing. So, in the oh god, in the best season finale that I'm gonna say was far better than the Game of Thrones season finale. Oh, I don't know about that. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it actually was. <laughs> I think you and I were it texting while you were at the airport, and I was like, Lisa, this is so much better than the Game of Thrones finale. I think that's when we read it on, or I read it, I know, on BuzzFeed, and it was like, this episode ties up all the loose ends, and I'm like, I think I was the one that was like, Pickles, we have to watch this now, because <laughs> it's supposedly amazing. It, for real, amazing, not made up amazing. And you think like, oh, it's going to tie up all these loose ends. Impossible. There are so many stupid loose ends. There's no way any of this could all tie together. And it does. They did such a good job. I couldn't. Let me tell you. You think you know where Riverdale's going, but you don't. No. You don't at fucking all. So Not at all. Next season, when you're bitching about this this show is stupid, this is pointless, <laughs> I'm just going to remind you they probably do have a plan for all the dumb shit that they make everybody do. I'm just going to watch the last episode. <laughs> I'm just going to watch the last one. <laughs> Penelope Blossom is the mastermind behind it all, and it makes so much sense. What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, God, didn't see that coming. She had some weird dinner party where everybody had to dress up and show up. Like Betty. It was Who a- else? It was Betty, Veronica, Jughead, and Archie, Yeah, it right? was our core four. She did not invite her own daughter to her murder dinner. Which, thank God she didn't. Uh, but she did invite her new son, Jason. Yeah, so it was some dinner party, and then it turns into the Hunger Games sort of or i don't know what it turned into it it went tits up um and you had to do the ultimate gargoyle game scavenger hunt it was like a scavenger hunt 
I don't know what it was. I'm so I'm still confused by it. At the murder dinner, it is revealed that the Gargoyle King, the third or fourth one, it's surprise, surprise, mm-hmm. chick. I know, right? I was like, I think actually that's when Chad left. <laughs> What's my rule about like, dead people? It's chick. If you don't see a body, they're not dead. They're not dead. They, they made it a point to have Jughead and Betty go to the creepy coroner's office who he thought had found the body of Chick. This happened like way, way, way in season two or at the beginning of season three. Oh, and it turned out it was not Chick. And ever since Mm-mm. then, we just Mm-mm. thought, oh, they forgot about Chick. No, they didn't. They had plans for him this whole time. Right? Oh, love it. Because Hal didn't kill him because he thought he was amazing or something. I don't know. Yeah, remember. he said that, that he found a kinship in him. <laughs> he's like you psychologically tortured my family too we're gonna get along so well i love you son <laughs> <laughs> so archie has to fight a bear man thing yeah so sh- she forces them to go on a on a gargoyle scavenger hunt archie has to fight <laughs> a centaur i'm not sure what that thing was i'm not sure i, t- I was just I was laughing and screaming so hard that I literally couldn't tell you what it was. Who was it? I don't know, but he died or Is he Archie dead? won did, or something. Did Ar- did Archie murder well, someone? He might have. It's hard to say. Um, I don't know. Maybe he knocked him out. I'm unclear. I Or did Veronica knock him out? No, Archie did. I think I think he hit him with a bone or something. <laughs> you know, as you find playing in the woods. <laughs> In Riverdale, yes. In Riverdale, yeah. Veronica had to play Spin the Bottle, which was a callback to season one. I love that. Mm -hmm. Loved that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was very clever. Turns out all of the bottles were poisoned, so. Yes. Now it's a. Did she drink it or did she? They they did. They all. Yes. So Veronica and um, Betty had to take turns spinning the bottle, whatever chalice the bottle pointed at they had to drink it um and they were waiting to, for uh-huh. one of them to get poisoned so it was like sort of like a poison russian roulette um yeah and then mm-hmm. it turned out that they were all poisoned in small amounts and now it's a race against time to get to the antidote yeah because mama blossom comes out of the woods and is like ha ha you're all poisoned you better hurry up <laughs> i poisoned you with silkworm weed or something i don't know jughead Mm. has to fight chick which is i mean all right okay i mean jughead kind of avoided the fact that chick should have been his half brother as well yeah i noticed that he never really confronted that okay no which gross Mm. i don't know (laughs) the whole thing's creepy there's a lot of creepy stuff going on then Betty is given a gun and says that she has to shoot her father. Oh, God. Now, if you're and Hal Cooper, <laughs> if you're Hal Cooper and, and Penelope comes to you and says, all right, look, I've put together this elaborate game for our children to play. Yeah. And yes. it's going to culminate with you either shooting your daughter or her shooting you. Don't you think Hal would be like, mm-hmm. I don't really like my odds on that. Nope. I think he was all in. He's like, yes. Yes to shooting amazing. my beloved daughter. Yep. Huh. I think he was all in. Mm-hmm. Betty ends up shooting was. his hand um, that was holding the gun. Penelope gets pissed off and yes. shoots Hal in the head in front of his daughter. 
I think she escapes after this. Um, I think they kind of do, but remember, Mama, not Mama, Grandma Blossom, Rose, Grandma fucking Blossom turns up at the end, and I think she tells Kiki, what's her name? Titi, Tony. Uh, Cheryl's, yeah, Titi. <laughs> Because Tiki somehow shows up at the house and Grandma Rose is like, Penelope's nuts and she's trying to kill all of them. So go get Cheryl. And she does. And who saves the fucking day again? Cheryl and Tiki and the serpents and the pretty poisons who have now been trained in archery. They, when she, when they pull up on like this truck and they spring up, and she's wearing all red and, and her archery outfit. I thought I was going to die. I was like, <laughs> at least once a season, here she comes. Fucking Red Riding Hood. I think every season finale should include Cheryl dressed up as Little Red Riding Hood. I think it should. I, I'm going to, you know, I, I, I think it's a thing now. It's like the how the Black Hood's showing up next season. Yeah. It's like a running gag. She needs to show up and do her archery. They save the day. The gang goes back to Pops and they share milkshakes and we get the most amazing scene. I can't fucking wait. Which one? There was two at the end that were kind of like, what? When they go to the, to cheers their little milkshakes and then we flash to Veronica, Archie, and Betty standing around a fire covered in blood, burning their clothes as evidence. With Jughead's hat, right? So we're to assume that Jughead's yeah. dead. He's not. Or is he? He's not. I thought you were going to talk about the other amazing scene, how it ends. What's the other after one? After that. With Cheryl Blossom. Yes. Having a cup of tea or whatever. <laughs> whatever she does. I don't remember. After she saves the day, she goes back to the now empty Sisters of Quiet Mercy and sits down to have a chat with the corpse of her twin brother. I was like, what the fuck? Because when she first saw him, she screamed bloody murder and like died and got like all outraged and stuff. And then she's like, well, now that he's dug up, I might as well just keep him handy. I was like, nope. She's so crazy. (laughs) (laughs) She's so crazy. I love her. P.S. He's been dead for, can we assume it's been at least a year, maybe two? Yeah, we're closer to two years now. So he would be a little, um, I, I, I think maybe a little bit more decomposed. A little gooey. Yeah. At this point, if he's not, he's going to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you may be on that cusp of person versus goo. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how long they think. <laughs> Next thing, it's going <laughs> to it's gonna be in, like in True Blood. Remember? The king of Mississippi (laughs) and how his boyfriend dies and they carry him around in the goblet. Oh my God, that's what's going to happen. I'm so excited. When Tony finds out about this, she's, I I mean, if there's no way Tony can stay with her, right? She's so crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Tony's going to be like, oh, okay, whatever. Let's go have sex. I think she's going to be like, Cheryl. What are you doing, crazy pants? Um, and I think, you know, because she's the only one that calls her out on her bullshit. Yeah. And I don't know if it's going to be her or grandma. Because grandma may get wind of it and be like, what the fuck? And slap her across the face and throw her in a closet for a month or something to deprogram her. Question she's mark. the only sane um, person. Right. Grandma Rose. 
Everybody else in our family is Grandma like, Grandma Rose saves the day all the time. Yeah. I love Grandma She's Rose. She's the best. She she should have her own pop, is all I'm going to say. We should make Grandma Rose a, par- a part of the core four. <laughs> She's like the sidekick. She goes to have milkshakes with them. They just roll her to the end of the table. No, she has tea while they're all having milkshakes. Oh, Grandma She's Rose, I love you so much. Ugh. I love that whole fucking family. That whole family awesome. is so nuts. So next season, either Jughead is killed or going to die or they're going to murder him. And Cheryl's going to carry around her dead twinsy in a plastic, I mean, in a crystal vase. <laughs> Here's what I think is going to happen with the Jughead thing. I think that... And the Black Hood's coming back. Um, God, I hope we're so done with the Black Hood. Uh, I think that this new FBI brother that Jughead and Betty yes. have, I think that Jughead and Betty are going to split up because now they're sort of related, right? Because they have a brother in common. Sure. And this FBI is going to start sticking his nose into stuff. And there are yeah. so many murders and cover-ups. In Riverdale, that oh my God. new FBI brother is going to get close to something, and they're going to have to uh-huh. make it look like Jughead is dead. Yeah, I totally think so. I can't wait to see how the writers yeah. pull it off. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fantastic. Um, do we want to do the, to finish this up with the two questions you had asked me earlier? We never did let you talk about the Heathers episode. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> stupid. They, they do Heathers the musical, and it's stupid. It's worse than Carrie. Yeah. Uh, it has nothing to do with Heathers the, sh- the movie. And I think that's when we find out that F- Edgar Evernever, that's the first time we see him because the whole audience is filmed with, uh, the whole audience is filled with the farm. The farmies, folk. yeah. <laughs> cult leader i don't yeah that's all we need to say i think that was that. one episode that we were both watching at the same time i think we kind of had planned that like okay mm-hmm. we're both gonna go home and watch it and i remember texting you mm-hmm. saying lisa the singing i can't fast forward through the singing the whole episode is singing mm-hmm. i hate the singing mm-hmm. there's one episode where kj appa so sings eye of the tiger this season While it plays in the background, I totally block out anytime he sings. It was a, it was played in the background during a montage of him boxing. I think next season we need to come up with a drinking game that every time he takes off his shirt, we do a shot or a half a shot. I'm gonna have to watch the show on the weekends because I'll be too drunk to go to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to count it. I want to count it, and and when we do the full season, I'll be like, he had his shirt off. Yeah, I'll be. <laughs> 90,000 times. I'll make an Excel spreadsheet. Or he wore his shirt. He wore his shirt 10 times in the whole entire season. That's easier to count. 10 times. Yeah. It's the only time you see him in clothes. Yeah. We're, do- we're doing that. Okay. So two questions I had for you. I wanted to know, who do you think is the worst parent in Riverdale in season three? Well, I was going to say Alice Cooper. Obviously, and Hal Cooper because of obvious reasons. But then you find out that Alice was acting with the FBI. So then I'm like, okay, maybe not. But that still kind of makes her a really bad parent, though, right? Like, she joins the FBI and basically, like, abandons her entire family. Yeah, but, you know, it's for a good cause. I don't know, question mark. Um, Penelope Blossom is too easy. Yeah, it's too easy. Um, I mean, obviously, she just wanted a dinner party and something to do with her spare time as she's running the brothel 
Um, <laughs> That's right. She runs a brothel. <laughs> that hands out the matchbooks. Uh, which, P.S., somebody, I hope they're on Etsy. Somebody has to make those matchbooks. You're totally getting them for Christmas. Yeah. I'm going to go with my old favorites, the lodges. Yeah. Ugh. You know, I mean, most of the se- most of the season, Veronica's not even dating Archie. Right. And her father still just has this insane rage against him that I can't even wrap my head around. Plus, he fucks her over in every episode, and she keeps going back to him and forgiving him. And then I think towards the end, she's like, uh, not this time. I'm not forgiving you anymore. And has him thrown in jail. And I'm like, bullshit. That's right. He's going to be asking you something from jail. And you're going to be like, daddy. Okay. Daddy. And what's the word where, where the you can't, it, there's a legal term for like, you can't get tricked into committing a crime and then be prosecuted for it. What's that word? Because you're, uh, you have mental issues. No, like, like the cops <laughs> can't like set you up. To commit a crime, and then when you commit the crime, you're prosecuted for it. Like, you can't do that. What's it called? Oh, um. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what it's called. I can't think of it. I'll remember it this morning when I'm up at 3 a.m. and I'll text you. <laughs> That's what Veronica does to Hiram. She has, she gets the FBI involved. She frames him for illegal gambling, selling alcohol to minors. What she was doing. She sets him up for all the illegal activities that she was doing and then has mm-hmm. him thrown into his own jail. Nice, right? <laughs> we always well, knew Hiram would end up in that jail. Yeah, I mean, it had to happen. Well, because she finds out that her daddy never really signed over, never gave her pops and all this stuff like he said he did. So yeah. he still owned it all. And it really just ticked her off because she's like, I'm working so hard, which P.S. I don't really see her working that hard. I think she just opened it up and people came. I, I, I'm i at a loss. You didn't have Archie singing, so that's probably why it stayed in business. Yeah, he was in jail most of the time. Or attacked by a bear. Um, Canada. He was in so Canada. I think that. He was oh, Archie. I think he's just the worst parent. I, and I think Hermione, she seemed very absent this season. Like she was in it, but she really, she really didn't play a pivotal role in anything no she was busy being the mayor she did try to turn over Hiram's fizzle rock empire to Gladys Jones Um, but Veronica ruined that by burning all of the drugs in a giant bonfire there were there were three instances of the kids lighting shit on fire so Veronica burns the fizzle rocks um Betty, remember, yeah. Betty tries to burn down her goddamn house. Yes. She, she yes. takes a page out of Cheryl's book <laughs> and she's like, if I can't have it, I'm burning it all down. Burning it to the ground, which ends up only like tearing up the carpets and like wood in one room. It wasn't hardly a fire. Yeah, they had to like, they had to like wash the drapes. Um, and then, <laughs> and then Jughead and, Ver- and, and then Jughead and Betty burn Jughead's trailer down. And then I think they had sex in the car while it was burning down. <laughs> and that was the Heathers episode, which that ties into Heathers more than the whole fucking musical. Does yes. it? Huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, it does. Anyway, back to bad parents. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm. that's who I'm going with. Uh, what mm-hmm. about... That's who I'm going with. What about Gladys Jones? I love the actress who plays Gladys Jones, and I really love Gladys Jones. I... I 
thought she has bad uh, name choices for her kids and probably should be brought yeah. up on some sort of criminal yeah. act. But other than that, she's kind of, <laughs> she's a little pistol. I wanted to see her and Cheryl get into it, the, actually, if you want my honest The opinion. second time that I quit watching this show was when Penny Peabody and Gladys <laughs> Jones fought each other with ninja daggers. <laughs> that was the second time I quit. I forgot about that. But I kind of liked her character. I kind of liked that she kind of added something s- stupid to the whole... Um, the whole mix. Um, but then she ends up leaving. Yeah, she does leave because um, FP finds out that she's running the Fizzle Rocks Empire. And yeah. um, she had been extorting Veronica. She stole Reggie's car. Mm-hmm. She she threatened Jughead a few times. She's, she's, she's a pretty bad mom. She's up there. Well, with her name choices, really. <laughs> yeah. Somebody should call CPS. Um... <laughs> My second question for you was, who is the worst couple this season? Mm -hmm. And I have some couples for you. Let me pull them up. Okay. Okay. Okay, so our couples this season were Kevin and Moose. Mm Mm-hmm. Archie and Josie. Mm Mm-hmm. Josie and Sweet Pea. (laughs) Mommy (laughs) Blossom and the Black Hood. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Veronica and Reggie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin's dad and Josie's mom. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin and Fangs. And then we had Veronica and Archie at the end. Yeah, but I'm not going to count Veronica and Archie or Jughead and Betty. Okay. Well, that's not fair. Um, because yeah. I was going to say any <laughs> any any relationship that Veronica was in was the worst. Oh my god. The way that she treated Reggie was awful. I mean, it was almost like, because Archie and Jughead broke up with Betty, I mean, with Veronica and Betty when they went on the lam, a la Stand By Me, uh, walking down train tracks to Canada. So many Stephen King references. I love it. Veronica's like, no, blah, blah, blah. She has this big mental breakdown. And then Reggie's in the wings and he's like, what about me? And she's like, okay, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, so, you're just you're Archie with black hair. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna date you because we're dating in real life, right? Yes, they were dating in real life. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're still together. I don't. I can't imagine they are because you know the funny thing is is like um, Jughead and Betty, you know, are dating in real life, and you can tell they have a great chemistry on screen. I think I think they do really yeah. well together. But <laughs> Reggie and Veronica. I got nothing. I literally got nothing from them. I just felt like they were together because why not? And Mm -hmm. I didn't find any like chemistry or sparks. I thought that whole relationship was horrible. She treated them bad. He didn't trust her. There was always Archie from lurking in the background, a la whether he was in a jail, bear attack, uh, dying from (laughs) septic poisoning from his stomach wound or you know whatever so (laughs) so um but then in the end she's like oh it's always been you archie and i guess she dumps reggie via text or maybe afterwards i don't know but it's like she really treated them badly not too long before Veronica and Archie got back together, Archie dropped by Veronica's house and she was That's drinking right. champagne with Reggie. 
And Reggie tells Archie she said that she loved me, and this is the best response ever. Archie asks Veronica, is that true? And she says, that's what I said. <laughs> yes. It was so brutal. And uh, I'll tell you, if I'd been Reggie, I'd been like, go fuck. I'm going to throw the champagne in her face, slam the glass down, and walked out. I mean, you're... you're your second best, like, dude, honestly, are you that hard up? There's got to be at least another girl in town somewhere. Um, so I guess yeah. she has to break up with Reggie again, and she's going to be like, look, while I was poisoned in the woods um, <laughs> by a serial killer, by several serial killers, there was like a, there was three, because there was Chick, yeah. the Black Hood, and Penelope. Because Penelope's been killing people since, like, she was in high school, so... And now she's on the lamb. Yeah. While I was being poisoned by three serial killers, me and Archie got back together. How do you argue with that? <laughs> I still would have, you know, beat the shit yeah. out of Archie or something. I mean, it's just, she seems like she's very, I mean, honestly, look at her parents. But she seems like she's very much, oh, you're in front of me right now. I love you. <laughs> and then when yeah. you're out of sight for two days, she's like, Archie who? And she moves on to yeah. the next poor victim. Um. But yeah, so that's my choice. That's that's my choice too. Our, uh, Veronica and Reggie are just ugh, the worst. It's the worst. The Archie worst. and Josie had um, no chemistry at all. It was almost like watching like a brother and sister kiss. It was it was gross. It was very uncomfortable. Um, I just wouldn't say they were the worst, just because I think there was general good feelings between them. Like like you said, like brother and sister. Like you got to. A halfway decent vibe like they liked each other um i think she was trying to help him out i think he was just a lost puppy um yeah but yeah it was every time they kissed her you know whatever i was like pan the pan away look at the dog or I don't something like it. i was yeah. uncomfortable and now she's on the road with her dad or something so yeah. her dad who is also in the running for worst parent he comes to her and he's like, okay, I'm going to watch you perform. And if you perform well, you could come on tour with me. And then he he doesn't show up to the performance. And that's how he teaches, that's how he teaches his daughter to be ready mm-hmm. to go on tour. Like, I mean, by I, emotionally manipulating a 17-year-old, you're going to prepare her to I'm, go on tour. Yeah, I thought that was shitty. The whole thing was shitty. But yeah, so now she's on tour with Daddy, who apparently plays at Jazz Fest. So you probably could have saw him this year. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that's it. I think we covered everything. Well, we we have one thing we should end on, though. What? That our beloved Fred Andrews. Oh, my gosh. A.K.A. Yeah. Luke Perry. God, God rest his soul. The best mm-hmm. parent slash actor on the whole effing show he was a great actor on this show i wouldn't say mid-season i would say towards the end of the season um, of a stroke i was we were both devastated we were both so upset about it and i think that's probably what turned us off to to riverdale because we didn't want to see him and the show at that point was just so horrible that we couldn't force ourselves. We knew we didn't have a Fred Andrews to come save the day. So um. I'm never really devastated by like celebrity deaths. Like I know that there are a few people who like you said, you've talked about it in one of our past episodes that you, you used to have like death boxes and you would kind of keep like yeah. little oh, mementos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm never really affected by celebrity deaths, but for some reason, Luke Perry's death got me. Like, I was legit bummed for a couple weeks. Yeah, you really were. And I knew it was coming, too. And I, I, I was I was trying to kind of prep you for it. Because as soon as they said he had a stroke and they really didn't give you an update after that, I was like, mm-mm. He's not, he's not pulling yeah. out of this. He's, he's just not. He's not going to make it. I think what mm-hmm. happened was he because he was the best dad on this show, I made him my imaginary dad. Yeah. No, that's totally it. You know, when he passed away, I was like, oh, I don't have my imaginary dad anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. not to disparage like an actual person's death, you know, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was so. So we were both really worried, like, oh, my God, how is Riverdale going to handle this? Because there's no way that they're going to do it tastefully <laughs> or with no. tact. Uh, and I think that they, my theory is that they knew that they couldn't handle it well, so they just didn't. That's my theory. They just didn't. He's off fishing, or he's at the farm, or he's going to live with another. I don't know. It was very random. It's like, your dad took the truck in the town, and I think that's all they ever said. So I was like, yeah. okay, there we go. There we go. I I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe next season they'll... Yeah. they'll address it they they just brought in molly ringwald really quick and i'm happy for that i like molly ringwald she's fine. i like her yeah. i like her a lot so i'm she's all a all little too obsessed with uh the character that molly ringwald is playing is a little too obsessed with who archie's fucking well that and she's just like she's worried archie's going on the wrong path and stuff like she didn't want him to be a boxer because it's dangerous but she didn't like him playing football because it's dangerous and i'm like i know you haven't lived 24 7 with your son but he's a dumb fucking kid if he passes high school too he's crazy you never fucking know what he's gonna do next i'm like sister (laughs) this season he was thrown into jail like you said in a fight club uh which by the way she was his lawyer i'm and thank you got shivved uh got attacked by a bear and and started running a boxing ring and got the shit beat out of him then a couple of times too but it's by like, his ex-girlfriend's dad yeah but i was like honey he, 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 obviously he's not making it as a singer if he passes high school i can't see him doing anything above retail he's just not he's just not cut out for anything plus you can't take off your shirt if you're in a business in a, a real business like you know like a, like a law firm like we work. I've never seen anybody take off their shirt. God, I hope I hope we never do. <laughs> Not good. No, no. So I, I'm uh, with you though. I think yeah. I think you're right though. They just couldn't figure it out, so they didn't. So they're just like yeah. He he drove into town. He'll be back. Yeah. God rest Luke Perry's soul. Ugh. I know. I we're miss sad. Him. We're sad. I know. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think we're that's gonna it. end on a bummer. Um, I know. Unless you what do you want to do obsession session? I don't really have any. <laughs> okay. Do you? I do. I have a couple things, but we don't have to do it. I can save it for another time. Well, we're kind of like at an hour and a half, so. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll save it for another time. Uh, okay. So now I have to do my least favorite part of the show, which is end it. Yeah. Unless, hey, do you want to end the show this week? Uh, what, what do we normally say? Just like, thanks. I don't know. I always forget. That's why I fuck it up. Okay, so that's it for our thoughts on Riverdale. So email us what you thought of the, sh- the season. We'll let you know on the Instagram account, binge watch with us, all one word, and let you know what we're watching next week. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>